friends, Ian here, one of the pastors at St. Mary's in the heart of Baltimore City with our daily podcast, Every Day with St. Mary's, which is designed to help us stay connected to one another and to remain rooted in Christ during this unusual period of the COVID-19 pandemic. One of the things that many of us have noticed during this season is that there's no shortage of passages from the New Testament that were written into and out of situations of suffering and hardship. There are none that we know of that were uh, written out of plagues or pandemics, although there's always potential that they were rampant in the first, second, or third centuries. Uh, it does look like more very likely there were severe food short shortages uh, going on during um, Paul's letters to the Corinthians. But what I want to look at today is a few verses from the first letter to the Thessalonians. Uh, and these verses are, are hard-hitting, uh, and so I just want to temper them by reading a couple of verses uh, before that about the way this church is living in the midst of challenging circumstances. This is what Paul says about the Thessalonian church in chapter 1. We received the message with joy from the Holy Spirit in spite of the severe suffering it brought you. In this way, you imitated both us and the Lord. As a result, you've become an example to all of the believers in Greece throughout both Macedonia and Achaia. And now, chapter 1, verse 8, and now the word of the Lord is ringing out from you to people everywhere, even beyond that region. Everywhere we go, we find people telling us about your faith in God. They keep talking about the wonderful welcome you gave us and how, listen to this, how you turned away from idols to serve the living and true God. So this is a church that was living in a very challenging time when life in general, let alone following Jesus, when life in general was hard. Here are the verses I want to focus on, though, in Chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. Always be joyful. Now, I told you this was going to be hard-hitting. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. I know I struggle with that. I never stop praying, and Christians throughout the centuries have wrestled with that. How, how do you never cease praying? Well, clearly this is something that Paul thought was important uh, and certainly important to a church as it's fa experiencing very difficult times. How do we do that? How do we never stop praying? Do we just maintain a constant inter, uh, inner dialogue? Do we process with God all day long? Uh, maybe some of us do that. Uh, I don't know whether it's internal processes or external processes who find that easier, but for a lot of us, uh, that's really challenging. Is there a way that we could include God in the conversations that we're already having? Just with colleagues who know the Lord or with your family around the dinner table. I know sometimes at our staff meetings and elders meetings at St. Mary's at the start, we'll say, God, we want this whole meeting, this whole conversation consciously to be in your presence. Let's pray. 
everything we say, even though it's directed to one another, we want it to be consciously in your spirit. But what I wanted to share with you this morning is something that I call espresso prayers. Espresso prayers. Pastor Sam uh, brought an espresso maker to uh, the office a few months ago, and we've still been enjoying it. And I didn't know much about espresso beforehand and still don't now, except that they are small, delicious, and pack a punch. So sometimes during our staff meetings uh, or when we're lagging a little bit, uh, we'll go get one espresso or maybe two espressos, maybe three espressos, and, uh, and before long, we are hopping. Uh, and so I call these prayers that are, are known better as prayers of simple regard. I call them espresso prayers because they're short and they pack a punch. And these are prayers that have been used through the life of the church over the last several hundred years. Uh, just short one or two sentence prayers that you can fire off uh, anytime during the day as a way of turning your attention from whatever it is focused on, turning it towards God, uh, not to escape your circumstances, but to invite God into those circumstances. So let me give you a few examples. Uh, these espresso prayers can come in all shapes uh, and can be tailored to deal with different situations. So here's one. Uh, here's one when you maybe feel like you need more faith. Uh, this one is borrowed from the father of the uh, young mi boy possessed by a demon in Mark chapter 9, verse 25. Lord, I believe but help my unbelief. Two sentences, easy to fire off at any moment when you're feeling doubtful or shaky. Or how about some lament espresso prayers? Man, there's so much to lament these days. Uh, so much loss and anticipated loss. So much hope deferred. Uh, so there's lots to lament. Here's an espresso prayer from Psalm 116, verse 10 that I love. It says this, I believed in you, so I say I am deeply troubled. Let me say that again. I believe in you, so I say I am deeply troubled by it. It's our faith in God that allows us and invites us to express to him our lament. Or here's another lament espresso prayer from Psalm 119, verse 25. I lie in the dust. Revive me by your grace. Here are a couple of wonderful uh, espresso prayers of surrender. Here's Mary's prayer from uh, Luke chapter 1, verses 37 and 38. The angel has just told her that she is going to give birth to God's son. And she replies, nothing is impossible for you. I am your servant. A prayer of surrender, putting ourselves in God's hands, even if we're not sure how he is going to carry us through these circumstances. And then, of course, particularly poignant for this week, for tonight, Maundy Thursday, is Jesus' prayer in the Olive Grove. Not my will, Father, but yours be done. There are espresso prayers uh, for help. Here's uh, one from 
4th, 5th century um, monk, John Cassian, that I've been sharing with a lot of friends lately. He says, O God, come to my assistance. O Lord, make haste to help me. If I were to rewrite that in my own words, it would be, God, I need help now, please. O God, come to my assistance. O Lord, make haste to help me. Or another one is Peter's words as he's sinking beneath the waves and he tried to walk on the water with Jesus. Matthew chapter 14, verse 30. Save me, Lord. Or, of course, you can make up your own. Sometimes it's best to make your own espresso prayer in your own words. There's one that we pray quite often at St. Mary's on Sunday mornings um, and that I use sometimes throughout the day. It goes like this. Lord, help me to love you with all my heart, trust you with all my mind, and serve you with all my strength. So I encourage you. Adopt one of these espresso prayers or a couple of them for different situations. Write your own or go searching through the scriptures for one that you can appropriate. And tuck those into your heart to uh, fire off toward heaven as you need them throughout the day. Blessings, friends.